The Rails Engine's plugin has been available for quite some time. It's basically a way to embed one Rails application into another one. Well, Rails 2.3 brings us much of the same behavior that Rails Engines provides, allowing us to add one application into another. Let me show you how it works in this episode. To demonstrate this, I have two completely separate Rails applications. Uh, one is a store-based application where I'm selling products. Another one is a blog-style application where I have articles and allow people to comment on them. Now let's say I want to be able to add this blog behavior into my store application, so the store itself has a blog. Now I could just merge these two separate Rails applications, but I would like to keep the blog application separate and more modular so I could use it in other applications as well. Notice that they are completely separate Rails applications. One is running on port 3000 and one is running on port 3001. So what I would like to do is actually embed the blog application into my store application using engines. So let's see how to do that in Rails 2.3. Just a quick note, Rails 2.3 is still in release candidate, so you'll need to install it with this command if you haven't already. And then once you do, just run rails-v and get the uh, version, make sure you're running 2.3. Now, as you can see, we're currently inside of my store applications directory, and the blog is inside of its own separate directory. So to embed one application into another, you have to create a plugin. So let's generate a plugin, I'll call it blogify, and then we'll place our blog application into here. So first let's go into that directory, and then we'll open up in TextMate and see what it looks like. So here's what the file structure looks like. It's just an initial Rails application, but we'll need to copy a lot of files from our blog application into here. The primary one being the app directory, so let's do that now. So we could just copy the um, blog applications app directory directly into here. So now we have all of our models, controllers, and views inside of our plugin from our blog application. And this is really what's key in Rails 2.3 is these are all load paths, so it will properly find them as we reference articles and comments and so on. Now we'll also need to copy our routes file into here, so we'll make that inside of a config directory like our Rails application has, and we might use this command to copy that file into there. So now we have these articles and comments resources mapped inside of our routes file. We also have this root route, which we don't want because that'll conflict with our store application, which already defines a root route. So now when we load up our store application again and go to our articles path, we'll get an error message, basically saying there's no such table as articles because we're working off of our stores database, which doesn't have those blog tables yet. So we'll need to run our migrations from our blog application in our stores application. And currently we don't have our migrations in our plugin yet, so let's add those. All right, so in our plugin, let's add our DB directory and copy over all of our migrate files. So now you can see those migration files are included inside of our blog plugin. However, Rails 2.3 has no support for looking inside of plugins for migration files. Uh, there are some hackish ways to get around this, and this is one solution where uh, the Rails Engines plugin uh, offers more features than is included in Rails 2.3. However, to get around this, I just like to copy the migration files into my primary application, in this case, a store application. So to do this, I like to create a rake task to help simplify this and make it easier to do, to sync up files which need to be copied from the engine, or plugin in this case, to the store application. So we could do that under our tasks directory here. This is a location where you can add 
rake tasks for the primary Rails application um, from inside of a plugin. So let's add a namespace here called Blogify. And then add a task here called sync. And this is where we'll just sync all the necessary files. And so it might end up looking something like this, uh, where I'm just running the rsync command. Uh, if you're on Windows, you'll probably need to, to do something different. But here I'm just using that to update files from our uh, plugins migration directory into uh, our db migrate directory as well. And then probably nice to add a little description here. We'll say sync extra files from Blogify plugin. Now if we go to our store application, then we can run that command by just running uh, rake blogify sync, and that'll run that rsync command and copy over those uh, migration files into our main application. So this is really handy because now we have this rake task we can run whenever we update our blogify plugin to copy all the necessary files and sync them up with our primary application. But of course we need to migrate our database here to create those couple tables for our blogify uh, addition. So now when we reload this page here, you can see it now works. Uh, there's no content into here yet because we're working with fresh tables, but at least we don't get an error complaining that the database doesn't exist. Now you may have noticed that this articles page is in a more blue style theme, just like our store application, but the articles page from our blog application is in a green uh, theme. This is because it's using the style sheet from our store application instead of the blog application. We've never even copied our style sheet file across into our plugin. So we can do that, but we also need to understand how view files are overridden in the primary application, which is the case here. Let me show you. So you can see here in our blog uh, plugin, you can see that we have a layout file for the application html.erb. But if we look at our store application, this is the primary application which includes the plugin. This also has a layout file of application. So we have two different layout files here, but the, with the same name. And the primary application layout file is the one that takes precedence. So this is a way you can override the functionality of your included embedded application. So we can do a little test here. Let's say we'll add the word store to the name of the title in here. And then if we reload our articles page, you can see that the title changes to store. So it's using the stores layout file, even though this template is being rendered from inside of the Blogify plugin. So as you can see, this is a very useful technique because you can choose to override any section basically of the embedded application, including models, controllers, and views as well as you saw here. So if we wanted to override certain templates of certain pages and change our behavior in the embedded app, then we can do so very easily here in the primary application. So in this case, I think sticking with the store style sheet and layout file works really well, even though we have an embedded application because it kind of makes it more coherent with the, uh, the store app. But what if we did have some files that needed to be copied across from the public directory, uh, maybe images or JavaScript or even some style sheets from the embedded application? That again, isn't included by default, so we need to manually sync those up. Um, so let me show you how to do that. So in our Blogify plugin, we might have, say, a public directory in here with images and JavaScript files and so on. So and to sync those, you could sync them basically the same way you would with your migration file. Um, just uh, sync the public directory here, and there we go. Then it will sync that along with uh, the migrations whenever you run the sync rake task.
And that about wraps up this episode. As you can see, Rails engines are a very powerful technique for embedding applications. So I encourage you to give this a try, experiment with it, see what you think. But I wouldn't go crazy with it and use it on every application because I think there are very specific use cases where it works really well, such as embedding a blog or a forum or some kind of sub-application into another one. This episode is sponsored in part by Pragmatic Screencasts. They offer high-quality screencasts on a variety of subjects, including Ruby and Rails. Check them out at pragmatic.tv. Also sponsored by Sifter, a bug and issue tracking application designed to be inviting to even the least technical team members and clients. Check out sifterapp.com for a free 30-day trial.